Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, you're listening to God's Whole Story. My name is Mandy, and I'm joined again by Judy today, and we are still moving through the Psalms. And um, one thing I wanted to point out as we're doing this is, you know, Every day, probably you've heard, uh, and we don't address it every day, but you've heard David pray these prayers that are pretty um, scary about his enemies. You know, it's like, Lord, like cut off his lips, like bash his head against a rock, like get his teeth out of his face. And it's a little concerning. Today, when I do the reading, and you might hear, if you listen to it, you may hear the intonation in my voice change when I get to this part that says, and take their name out of the book of life. I just feel like If you were in a worship center small group, we always start with our highs and our lows of the week. I feel like David would have to share this for his low. Like asking for someone's name to be removed from the book of life is really sad and disturbing. And then we would all pray for David. So so as I read that, I was thinking, okay, let's talk a little bit about how the way that David viewed his enemies, um, Jesus kind of addressed when he came to the earth. So while he was teaching, he would say things like, you have heard it said, curse your enemies. I say, pray for and bless your enemies. And I find this um, very interesting because as I, you know, we all want to think we don't have enemies, but an enemy is just someone who maybe you have a response to when they walk in the room that isn't like the most pleasant, or maybe it is really someone who's like ruining your reputation or who really is like making your life a lot harder but just somebody who you don't have like a really great relationship with that bugs you. Um, If you think about them as your enemy, you know, Jesus instructions are pray for them, bless them. So Judy, when you think about that, is it easy for you to bless your enemies? No, but I always wonder about, okay, what happened in their life that made them make these choices. What's the backstory? Because mm, people's actions usually have a reason. People act a certain way for a reason. We don't have the backstory on everybody's life, actually on most people's, except our right. own. So trying to get to a place of empathy, does that then get you to a place that at least you can pray for them? Uh, yes, it does. It does. Now, obviously, if it's someone that is rubbing me the wrong way, I probably am not going to go up to them and pray for them. But by myself, me yeah, and God. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I don't think, you know what? This is a good point because sometimes in Christian culture, we do this thing where we go up to somebody. This has happened to me before where people have done this to me. They've come up and they said like, Hey, I just want to let you know that I, that I had to forgive you. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. What happened? And, and then they won't tell you. No, but then they, they, they let me know that, um, or maybe they don't tell me, but, but when you have to go on a forgiveness journey, you don't always actually have to let everybody know that you forgave them. Like that's really between you and the Lord, like clearing your own heart, you know? And so the same thing here, when the Bible talks about pray, pray for them, bless them. It doesn't mean necessarily you're walking up to them and and saying like, can I pray for you as my enemy? (laughs) (laughs) Right. You don't have to lose all tact when you follow Jesus. Um, so I think it means like actually, and I look at this and I think, David, you often want God to like really destroy these people who are hurting you. However, wouldn't the best possible scenario be if they actually experienced God, if they actually were blessed, if God actually did show up in their life and their name did show up in the book of life, because 
it's really hard to have an enemy who's surrendered and submitted to Jesus. You know, so I think about that for me now. It's like, if I'm having a hard time praying, like, God bless my enemy. Isn't it in my best interest too? If my, if my enemy has an encounter with God, like, right. And and so anyway, it's in their best interest too. And so I think about how, how, when we pray, it looks different now because of Jesus and because of the new covenant that he has made with us. Um, do you, go ahead. Well, you know, years ago I heard someone say, God's the blessed controller of all things. And that still stretches me a little bit because I think we have, we make choices and we make decisions and we do things and then we bear the consequences of those choices as David did. And um, I'm now I'm getting lost in where I'm going. Well, it made me think, okay, it made me think like if I'm on my map and I'm looking at where I started and where I want to be, there's lots of different ways to get there. So my maps will suggest three different routes. It'll tell me if I have to pay tolls. It'll tell me if like there's a time difference, if this is the fastest. I have options. Right. I'm still going to get there. I just have an option of how I'm going to get there. And I kind of think about it like that maybe. Like right. God's plan for humanity is always going to come to pass. He will. His plans are not going to be thwarted by mere humans who decide to take the scenic route to get to their destination. Right. And and sometimes we take those detours because of getting back to the humility thing. We're prideful. And so for some of us, it takes a lot longer to get to the end of ourself. Yeah, I can resonate with that. And sometimes we're on a detour because and we didn't choose it. Right. And sometimes we're on a detour because God actually wants us to be on that detour. You know, I think about the Israelites and we give them a hard time for being in the wilderness for 40 years and people want to be like, it should have only taken 11 days. But when I, and maybe we've already talked about this or I already mentioned this, but you know, we have a God who cares about the process. And so we might want the most efficient path, but I haven't really seen anywhere where God's concerned about efficiency. Um, I think he's concerned about our heart. He's concerned about our development. He's concerned about refining us, us deepening our faith and our trust in him. And so when I think about, yeah, ultimately God's plan is going to come to pass. And in between, lots of detours happen. They're not all just because we have made bad choices. Many of them, those detours are exactly where we need to be. Right. Which is and, a hard thing to reconcile. You know, um, one time I w- I just, I went through, I, I was in a pretty bad car accident and went through a long time of healing. And I would never pick that for me or for anybody. But I also, now my perspective is, I don't know that I would trade what I've learned. Yes. As weird as that sounds. I totally, I I get that on a very deep level. And I think when you've experienced that, right? So you've gone on a detour in life like that. You were not expecting that car accident is not what you wanted. That is not what you would have planned. Like you're saying, um, what you, what you learn on that and how you grow and how you change. Like I would probably say, Judy, you're not the same Judy you were pre-car accident, right? You're probably different in lots of ways. Um, and I think the same for anytime you have a sort of life altering event, I think even for me, I think, um, 
Mandy 2013, before my marriage unraveled and ended up in a divorce, that was a very different Mandy than right now. And I think the way that I know God is so different and the way that I see him work in my life and my relationship with him, my relationship with my girls and all of that stuff, um, those are gifts I never knew I wanted or needed, um, but I have them and I wouldn't trade them. Like there's no external circumstance that would make me want to give that stuff back, you know? And so this really bummer of a detour kind of brought really beautiful things along with it really hard things. Like you're saying too, like you were healing and all of that. Me too, not physically, but in all the other ways. And it was a long road and probably on the road, it doesn't feel very great. And you keep asking questions. I don't know if you did this. Did you always ask like, when can I just get back to normal? Right. When can I get back to like the path that I was on? Like, God, do you know that I was like actually going this way? And now you have me on this detour and that's fine. I can hang here for a minute, but I'd like to get back to the main path. And a lot of times our detours take us a different way. Right. And God doesn't, you know, God doesn't waste any of that stuff. No, not at all. And, and I think about David and all his dumb choices. God didn't waste his experiences. No, he keeps coming through over and over and over again for him. And, you know, we talked a little bit about humility and honesty being very present in these Psalms. So as much as we're like, man, David, are you okay? It seems like you're having a really hard time. Obviously he's not okay. He's, he's got a lot of grief going on and all of that stuff. Um, but the thing that I admire the most, um, is that he keeps showing up honest, his shame and his guilt, like they, they don't keep him away from God forever. He keeps showing up, keeps being honest. And, um, because of that, I think he experiences healing and he experiences the presence of God. And it makes me, it motivates me, encourages me to keep showing up honest and keep waiting on God. You brought that up earlier, Judy, from Psalm 68, I think, where we talked about, is that, was that today? Oh, that might've been another day. Did we already talk about being honest? Guys, if this sounds like a repeat of yesterday, it might be. Anyway, the, the theme we see throughout the Psalms is that it requires humility and honesty and God will continue to meet us in those places when we're humble and honest. And and that's when he can help us when we put down our pride and we surrender ourselves to him. And that's not easy for us. We're humans and we kind of like to think we can do it ourselves, but um, but we have a God who we, really, really wants to come through for us. You know, it's kind of like if I try to change my own oil in my car or I just go to Jiffy Lube or whatever. Is Jiffy Lube so right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they probably, I can probably get it done somewhere else cheaper than what I would end up spending changing my oil myself. And, and you'd probably save yourself a lot of stress. And I wouldn't get messy. And you wouldn't get as messy. That's true. I know nothing about changing oil. I have no interest. You know, um, I just leave that to the people who like doing that. You know, just you can you can be blessed and change my oil. I have, I don't want to learn. But I think what you're saying is we can let God do the heavy right. lifting or we can try and keep struggling and, and, get, and it gets messier and, and messier. Yeah. And yeah. then and then it's a lot to clean up. And so we have a God who really wants to come through for us in that way. And it's really yeah. good. So as you read through the Psalms and um, G- 
Judy, do you have any final thoughts for today? Um, you know what? I just want to say God is good and faithful and he doesn't waste any of our stuff. Yeah. Amen. Let's just end it with that. That's lovely. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we can't wait to see you tomorrow. Bye. Psalm 68. Rise up, O God, and scatter your enemies. Let those who hate God run for their lives. Blow them away like smoke. Melt them like wax in a fire. Let the wicked perish in the presence of God, but let the godly rejoice. Let them be glad in God's presence. Let them be filled with joy. Sing praises to God and to his name. Sing loud praises to him who rides the clouds. His name is the Lord. Rejoice in his presence. Father to the fatherless, defender of widows, this is God whose dwelling is holy. God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy, but he makes the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. O God, when you led your people out from Egypt, when you marched through the dry wasteland, the earth trembled and the heavens poured down rain. Before you, the God of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel. You sent abundant rain, O God, to refresh the weary land. There your people finally settled, and with a bountiful harvest, O God, you provided for your needy people. The Lord gives the word, and a great army brings the good news. Enemy kings and their armies flee while the women of Israel divide the plunder. Even those who lived among the sheepfolds found treasures, doves with wings of silver and feathers of gold. The Almighty scattered the enemy kings like a blowing snowstorm on Mount Zalman. The mountains of Bashan are majestic, and many peaks stretching high into the sky. Why do you look with envy, O rugged mountains, at Mount Zion, where God has chosen to live, where the Lord himself will live forever? Surrounded by unnumbered thousands of chariots, the Lord came from Mount Sinai into a sanctuary. When you ascended to the heights, you led a crowd of captives. You received gifts from the people, even from those who rebelled against you. Now the Lord God will live among us there. Praise the Lord. Praise God, our Savior. For each day he carries us in his arms. Our God is a God who saves. The sovereign Lord rescues us from death. But God will smash the heads of his enemies, crushing the skulls of those who love their guilty ways. The Lord says, I will bring my enemies down from Bashan. I will bring them up from the depths of the sea. You, my people, will wash your feet in their blood, and even your dogs will get their share. Your procession has come into view, O God, the procession of my God and King as he goes into the sanctuary. Singers are in front, musicians behind. Between them are young women playing tambourines. Praise God, all you people of Israel. Praise the Lord, the source of Israel's life. Look, the little tribe of Benjamin leads the way. Then comes a great throng of rulers from Judah and all the rulers of Zebulun and Naphtali. Summon your might, O God. Display your power, O God, as you have in the past. The kings of the earth are bringing tribute to your temple in Jerusalem. Rebuke these enemy nations, these wild animals lurking in the reeds, this herd of bulls among the weaker calves. Make them bring bars of silver in humble tribute. Scatter the nations that delight in war. Let Egypt come with gifts of precious metals. Let Ethiopia bring tribute to God. Sing to God your kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. Sing to the one who rides across the ancient heavens, his mighty voice thundering from the sky. Tell everyone about God's power. His majesty shines down on Israel. His strength is mighty in the heavens. God is awesome in his sanctuary. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. Praise be to God. Psalm 69. Save me, O God, for the floodwaters are up to my neck. Deeper and deeper I sink into the mire. I can't find a foothold. I am in deep water and the floods overwhelm me. I am exhausted from crying for help. My throat is parched. 
My eyes are swollen with weeping, waiting for my God to help me. Those who hate me without cause outnumber the hairs on my head. Many enemies try to destroy me with lies, demanding that I give back what I didn't steal. Oh God, you know how foolish I am. My sins cannot be hidden from you. Don't let those who trust in you be ashamed because of me. O sovereign Lord of heaven's armies, don't let me cause them to be humiliated. O God of Israel, for I endure insults for your sake. Humiliation is written all over my face. Even my own brothers pretend they don't know me. They treat me like a stranger. Passion for your house has consumed me, and the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. When I weep and fast, they scoff at me. When I dress in burlap to show sorrow, they make fun of me. I am the favorite topic of town gossip, and all the drunks sing about me. But I keep praying to you, Lord, hoping this time you will show me favor. In your unfailing love, O God, answer my prayer with your sure salvation." Rescue me from the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Save me from those who hate me and pull me from these deep waters. Don't let the floods overwhelm me or the deep waters swallow me or the pit of death devour me. Answer my prayers, O Lord, for your unfailing love is wonderful. Take care of me, for your mercy is so plentiful. Don't hide from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in deep trouble. Come and redeem me. Free me from my enemies. You know of my shame, scorn, and disgrace. You see all that my enemies are doing. Their insults have broken my heart, and I am in despair. If only one person would show some pity, if only one would turn and comfort me, but instead they give me poison for food, they offer me sour wine for my thirst. Let the bountiful table set before them become a snare and their prosperity become a trap. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see and make their bodies shake continually. Pour out your fury on them, consume them with your burning anger. Let their homes become desolate and their tents be deserted. To the one you have punished, they add insult to injury. They add to the pain of those you have hurt. Pile their sins up high and don't let them go free. Erase their names from the book of life. Don't let them be counted among the righteous. I am suffering and in pain. Rescue me, O God, by your saving power. Then I will praise God's name with singing, and I will honor him with thanksgiving. For this will please the Lord more than sacrificing cattle, more than presenting a bull with its horns and hooves. The humble will see their God at work and be glad. Let all who seek God's help be encouraged. For the Lord hears the cries of the needy. He does not despise his imprisoned people. Praise him, O heaven and earth, the seas and all that move in them. For God will save Jerusalem and rebuild the towns of Judah. His people will live there and settle in their own land. The descendants of those who obey him will inherit the land. And those who love him will live there in safety. Psalm 70. Please, God, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to kill me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha, we've got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, God is great, but as for me, I am poor and needy. Please hurry to my aid, O God. You are my helper and my savior. O Lord, do not delay. Psalms 86. Bend down, O Lord, and hear my prayer. Answer me, for I need your help. Protect me, for I am devoted to you. Save me, for I serve you and trust you. You are my God. Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I am calling to you constantly. Give me happiness, O Lord, for I give myself to you. O Lord, you are so good, so ready to forgive, so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. Listen closely to my prayer, O Lord. Hear my urgent cry. 
I will call to you whenever I am in trouble, and you will answer me. No pagan god is like you, O Lord. None can do what you do. All the nations you made will come and bow before you, Lord. They will praise your holy name. For you are great and perform wonderful deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. With all my heart, I will praise you, O Lord my God. I will give glory to your name forever, for your love for me is very great. You have rescued me from the depths of death. O God, insolent people rise up against me. A violent gang is trying to kill me. You mean nothing to them. But you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. Look down and have mercy on me. Give me your give your strength to your servant. Save me, the son of your servant. Send me a sign of your favor. Then those who hate me will be put to shame. For you, O Lord, help and comfort me. Psalm 101. I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. I will be careful to live a blameless life. When you will when will you come to help me? I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit and pride. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my presence. My daily task will be to ferret out the wicked and free the city of the Lord from their grip. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.